Is there such a need for ongoing learning, for continuous learning? Because especially in the world of communications, marketing, technology, the things that we're doing here today, things are cha changing um, daily. Um, things are completely different. There is no way for us to be able to have studied this or be educated in what we're doing here today on a formal basis. To the workable show. My name is Maynard as always. Uh, we are a community of lifelong learners who are obsessed about building a meaningful creative career and doing the work that matters to us. And this is our podcast and today I'm joined by my good friend uh, Rupert Conradi. Rupert's a friend of mine for almost the past 10 years, for almost a decade, even longer I guess. I didn't even get to count. I got to know him from working alongside his wife Liana who's always a, also a brilliant creative just like Rupert and myself. What immediately struck me from Rupert is his keen sense of what people need in any given moment, how he manages to intuitively tune into the deeper pain points of people. It's one of the first things I noticed about you, Rupert. This obviously translates very well in a business context. He has managed to capitalize on this incredible talent when it comes to understanding clients, advising them on what they should do next, what their next step should be in business or even in life. And just generally building long-standing, trustworthy relationships and adding consistent value in the process. So that has been my first impression of Rupert. It's my lasting impression of Rupert, even to this day, as he himself has also transitioned across his career. Nowadays, he's been working with local and international online entrepreneurs, but I'll let him tell you a little bit more about that himself in a moment. Today, Rupert is not just my guest. He's co-hosting The Workable with me. We'll be asking each other questions and you'll get to learn a little bit about me and about what the show is about as well. It's long overdue, but we have the opportunity for that today. Rupert, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Oh man, it is such a pleasure to be here, Maynard. I'm so excited. Thank you for inviting me to be your guest and co-host today. Yes, I, of course. I love doing these kind of things. And uh, I, I just love going live and connecting with as many people as possible. This is something I love. And doing this together with you, yeah, it's long overdue. Mm. So I'm super, super excited today. So yeah, let's... Uh, Let's look looking forward to it and let's make it happen. So so what so what I thought, tell me what you think. What I thought is I prepped some questions. So I've got some things I definitely want to ask you. Things that I'm interested in, um, things that I that I know I can I and the listeners can learn from you. Um Maybe you can ask me a quick couple of questions as well. So maybe I'll do one and then you'll do one and yeah. if the conversation just flows yeah. and if something comes up, if that's okay with you. Uh, all yeah, right. Perfect. So, I mean, I, what, yeah. what I said is I alluded to, I alluded to a little bit to this idea that you, you have gone through a couple of career transitions yourself. I mean, our, our community is all about lifelong learning, building creative careers, things that matter, doing, doing it in meaningful ways. So why don't just give us like a super short overview of how did your story pan out? Did you, did you go, did you go the traditional route? Did you go and study at university and you kept that one job and you worked a corporate ladder or like, how did it work out for you? I'm a bit of a rebel, man. So I did everything the the opposite way, right? So I believe if a dead fish goes downstream, it takes a live fish to go upstream, right? So I want to be a live fish. So I went the absolute other uh, route, and for me, I always like to go where the puck is moving, mm. right? So it's like, where's the industry going? Where where can I go? Uh, where can I grow? I think that's the most important part. So just give you a quick example, like you know, COVID strike is 2020. 
everything changed, right? So I looked, okay, where's the world going to go to? Online. So that's where I went, my note. I went straight to, okay, who's the best in the world at doing things online? Who can I connect with? And that's exactly what I did. So I always try to go and look at the trends and then follow that. And uh, instead of following, just being one step ahead and just move towards that. So that's that's me. Like I get bored very quickly. So moving around uh, in industries fascinates me. So that's that's just a quick little example of the last couple of years. Well, I mean, that is that is fascinating because what I'm seeing is I'm seeing more and more people actually follow that type of career path. It's nonlinear. It um, it doesn't follow the traditional route, but it does come with certain um, anxieties. I think, like I'm just thinking for myself, I've transitioned a couple of times in my career, and every single time I'm hit with imposter syndrome. I'm thinking, will I be able to make this? Am I going to start from the bottom again? I mean, how do, how did that work out for you? So the big thing there, man, with that is yes, hundred percent. Like we all feel that emotion. We all feel that sort of like, okay, imposter syndrome. Can I do this? But the beautiful thing for me is I know I only grow when I'm outside of my comfort zone. It's just what it is, you know, so it might be painful, but that's when I grow. So I always tell someone at least do one scary thing a year for yourself because that's where you're <laughs> going to grow. But to me, that's exactly what I do. I go, it's like, okay, this is going to scare me. I know nothing about the online space. Now I'm going to grow. And that's exactly what happens. Every time I do that, I can look back and go, yeah, there's a lot of growth that happened in my life. So to me, that's that's part of it. Mm. That's definitely part of it. So, right? so but, big, but something. No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just thinking for you, man. I'd like, you know, you've been a creative space, you know, for a long time. You've been a mentor to to my wife as well. You know, she's she's still like asked that question, like, okay. If I just speak to Maynard, like, what would he, what would his input be? Oh my right? goodness, that's a so, that's a dangerous. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> But then maybe tell me about your transition, like mm. to like craft learning lab. Like yeah. what was that transition like? So what? Uh, so I, um, I mean, you know a little bit of the story, but just for the people that's tuning in, I had, um, I came from a from a from a legal background. I was a, I studied as a lawyer, was qualified as a lawyer, did my candidate attorneyship, uh, if you will, at a divorce and insolvency practice. And then did a 180 degree turn and started working as a volunteer at a performing arts company as a dancer and a musician and an actor. And um, that to, even to this day, that, that was probably the scariest thing I ever did. But it didn't feel scary at the time. It was just like I just did it and I was young. I was 25 years old at the time. And from there, it was a short jump to the um, to being an arts co coordinator, full-time arts coordinator, then working in public relations finding myself in the communication and marketing space, as they say, one thing led to another. And that's why I ended up in a creative agency like Craft Learning Lab as a brand strategist, a strategic communications director. And that's what I'm doing at the moment. And as I worked in that industry with people, I realized, oh my goodness, there's such a need for ongoing learning, for continuous learning, because especially in the world of communications, marketing, technology, the things that we're doing here today, Things are change, changing um, daily. Um, things are completely different. There is no way for us to be able to have studied this or be educated in what we're doing here today on a formal basis. So I think for me, trying to facilitate that for people, um, helping myself, even just um, educating myself a little bit, not just in new fields of study, but even in how to learn was an incredible journey for myself. And then being able to guide other, pe other people to say, you have to be a lifelong learner. Like if you want to build a future for yourself, 
if you want to build a meaningful career, especially if you're a creative and in the creative industry, you have to understand what it means to be a lifelong learner, how to embrace a lifestyle of continuous learning. So that has been a little bit my story into Craft Learning Lab. Craft Learning Lab is just my current embodiment of how to do that in a meaningful way, accessible way rather, for people out there. Yeah. So with that then, Maynard, I mean, for me, that's interesting because, you know, it's, it's as if this thing about I'm going to university, I'm going to study something. I've got a lot of respect for people that went through it. That, that's incredible. But that continuation of learning, I mean, looking at design, right, as, a, as an example, right? I studied to be a graphic designer. I'm doing mm. logos. I'm doing print. I'm doing whatever. Now people are talking about UX and UI. That wasn't like 10 years ago. That weren't in a curriculum when you yes. went to study, right? <laughs> so what It didn't you, exist. How do you, right? So would you agree that, I mean, obviously for you, it's like keep on learning, you know, and, and that's, that's sort of the key. Working with creators yourself, like how do you guys ensure, you know, like that you guys do like stay on board of what's going on? Like how, how do you do that? Yeah, well, I think, the, I think the first thing that comes to mind for me is definitely... Um, it's not it's not about the, the specific course that you're doing or being enrolled in a specific have a subscription somewhere where where you get fed content the latest trends or skills or being up to date with the latest apps those are the things that come eventually but I think the first step um, for me is to be tuned into to have the mentality of a growth mindset to know that I don't know anything that the world is changing super fast that I only have this small handful of skills that I need to keep adding to my skill set if I want to stay relevant in the workplace and that I must be willing to become a beginner again on a monthly basis on a new topic. Not because, um, not, not for the fun of it, but because I want to be able to add consistent value, make a difference to my clients, to my world, to myself. So that, I think that for me is the first thing. That's what we talk with other creators probably the most about is let go of this idea that you studied once and now you're going to get to do work for the next 60 or 50 or 60 years. You have to understand or being able to juggle learning and doing and then learning from doing and then taking stock again and reflecting and learning something new, whether it is from a course, whether it is from the people you work with, from clients, all life is for learning. So I think that for us is the, is the biggest thing um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so I mean, uh, enough about me for the moment. We'll get back to some of that yeah. for now. But yeah. so you, you are, you are, you are doing some incredible work that you yourself couldn't have studied for. I mean, there wasn't there wasn't degrees for doing the kind of things that you're doing with people in the online yeah. space. So, so tell me a little bit about um, how does your day look? What is it that you're doing now? How do you add value to the people that you serve? Mm on a daily basis? What does that look like? I mean, you're 100% correct. If you told me like, even five years ago, you're going to speak to someone in the US or Australia or sometimes some random island may not wear. I've never even heard the name of the island. I have to go Google it. And the person speaking to me, you know, sitting in South Africa, I would say like, well, that doesn't make sense. Who would want to speak to me? But that's the first thing is knowing your value, knowing what, what you can accomplish and, and how you can help. So for me, the big thing is I know my strengths because I've done a lot of work on myself looking at that. So when I help business people, man, the interesting thing, it's not about the things that you would think, right, about accounting and managing money and being a good leader. 
where I help people most of the times, you, you, you'll actually be surprised. It's about uncertainty and fear mm. that people have. It's me as a leader, me as a person starting a business. Can I do this? Right? It's almost that self-doubt. So, I mean, I almost feel like a counselor <laughs> when I speak to people. And I speak to people all over the world, people with tons of resources and people with no resources. And it's, it's the yes. same thing, man. It's like, but can I do this? And the answer is, yes, you can. Because if you look at the scheme of things, they send someone to the moon in the 70s, right? <laughs> if they can do that, then I'm sure you can start a business because the resources we have is, is endless, right? And I think the dangerous thing, for maybe you would agree, and I'd like to hear your intake on this, is mm. there's tons of noise also out there. So what do you take and what do you leave? Like there's there's a lot of information, but there's not a lot of wisdom almost. It's like this thing of like people are craving for wisdom because I open up my phone and I've got 50,000 Facebook messages and you've got all these notifications popping up all over. Like how do I get rid of those noise? And what I, I help people is to get them back to focus, getting uh, back to a place where there's absolute focus, not multitasking but rather just doing one thing brilliantly at a time, laser sharp focus. So mm. it's more of helping business people to just sort of reset themselves, refocus and, and help them to move forward. So yeah, it's, it's an absolute honor to do that. Yo, that makes 100% sense for me because one thing that is completely overwhelming for me, whether it is, um, whether, whether it is me putting content out into the world um, publishing things into the void, hoping that a faceless mass of people will find it, whether it is that or whether it is drinking from the fire hose of content that is coming my way, both of those is, for me at least, I don't know for you or for anybody else, is completely anxiety-inducing. And when you want to either add value by putting some things out there like you're doing or you want to work on yourself, educate yourself and become a student of lifelong learning like we're hoping a lot of people do, then both of those can be completely overwhelming. And I have found the best way for me to actually, exactly like you said just now, uh, make a meaningful difference in a world where there's millions and millions of potential audience members is to pick one and start building a relationship with that person. And change will flow through that relationship to that person via content or via a podcast or via some kind of yeah. a connection. And the other way as well, like if I want to learn something is to pick someone and build a relationship with them. And of course, the internet um, helps with that and the accessibility helps with that. It can also be debilitating because there's so many people to choose from. But pick somebody and build a relationship with them like you would have done in what, like in, I want to say like in olden times, <laughs> where you yeah. invite somebody for coffee and just do that and, and that for me. Okay, so that's what I'm learning from you. So I, so I have one more question for you before we switch gears a little sure. bit and talk about yeah. the podcast more is, um, I don't know if you ever thought about this, but um, are you like, do you have, do you have like a vision for your career? Are they like, when you think about yourself in 20, 20 years, the way you work, why you work, the, the, the type of work that you do, is that even something that comes up that you think about? Do you have a picture like that in your head? Or do you just yeah, say, so no, things change too fast? Or like, what, how, do you, how do you think about that? For sure, man. It's, for me, it's going back to super basics. You just mentioned something interesting, like almost like going back to the old times. And there's a lot we can learn from previous generations. And it's almost that simplicity. Uh, we have 
we have access to so much, but if you can take all that and just make it simple, it's very, very powerful. So for me, mm. it's not about what's my vision uh, so much in five years, because uh, the last couple of years, we realized that things can change very fast. So for me, sure. it's going back to the, the root core of what is important to me. And I make it very, very crystal clear, um, because it's almost like there's a lot of we like in this murky waters where we just win autopilot. And yes, I want to have like, like when I speak to people, they'll tell me I want to have financial freedom. Okay, why? <laughs> and, and how much like get crystal clear on what that is exactly. So for me, my not it's like being a good dad, being a good husband. That's it. What can I do? What what can I do to be both those? What resources do I need? So for me, it's like, it's in the moment. And, and it's that it's super crystal clear. And it's something that never that will never change. I want to be a good dad for the rest of my life. I want to be a good, good dad, a good husband for the rest of my life, right? So mm. that will never change. So it's going back to that values and say, well, how can I serve that? What can I do to serve that cause? Um, so yeah, it will then change because that's exciting. It's exciting to change, but the core values will always be the same. And and that's how yeah, that makes it. sense. That makes yeah. sense. But with that being said, talking about content, man, talking about putting things out there, what was then the big reason that you decided, well, Let's do a podcast. Like let's let's get oh. this out. What was that all about? Right. Um, I'm scared. I'm scared to give you the the true reason because it's a it's a little bit of um, it, there's a lot of self interest about that because there's a lot of people that I have kind of access to, but not so much that that I just learn from them in the normal run of things because they either live too far or we don't know each other that well. So I thought to myself, what would be a good opportunity for me to make contact with? I have at least like 20, 30 people in mind, you being one of them and thinking that, but if I start like a podcast, won't that be the best excuse to invite people and spend an hour with them? And then hopefully they enjoy it and hopefully they get to plug some of their projects as well and get some value out of it. But that was, that was the one big reason is for me to just find an excuse to talk to people that fascinates me, that I'm interested in. And hopefully along the way, I can watch the episode back or make some notes and learn some things um, as opposed to me paying thousands of rents, which is also a good idea for a coach or business coach. Why can't I just learn from the people that I already have access to, record it in the process and send it out to people outside there and they can have its value as well. So that was one big reason for me. It's a little bit self-interested kind of uh, consideration. And then the, the other idea was to create a place where people can come together and have um, context, have familiarity with our business, with Craft Learning Lab. Of course, we also want to invite people into learning journeys, into a little bit more intentional um, learning and development experiences. But it's difficult to just jump into something when you don't know the people, or you don't know what they're about. And this is a way for us to build trust and build rapport with pretty much strangers out there. Hopefully they find us and they listen to me, they listen to you and a bunch of other people that we also have that come on as guests and we can build that kind of connection with them, relationship with them, and then hopefully draw people into more meaningful learning experiences. So th I think those are the two main reasons. Yeah. You, you had a couple of incredible guests already, right? So, which was amazing. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple that stood out for me. What, what sort of stood out for you like on this journey uh, so far? I know it's still a 
been a short journey, but what sort of stood out? Yeah. The gate? yeah. So, so what is interesting is I, I batch recorded a bunch of guests. So I, I've already interviewed and recorded about six or seven guests, but we've only published three. So we're publishing bi-weekly at the moment. We're putting it out on YouTube and Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. People can find it everywhere in, in between audio, video, whichever way you prefer to engage with the content. But I've now already spent an hour talking to a couple of people more than what the public has access to. And what is interesting for me to answer your question is how vastly different people come to this one idea of building a meaningful career as creatives, as business people, whether they're makers or managers or whatever it is that they do. They, there is absolutely no set way of doing this. And I think if I had to, if you force me to find like a golden thread that runs through all of them, it's exactly this what me and you talked about not a moment ago, about being open to change, about embracing this growth mindset idea. So with all of them, whether it was, um, whether it was Jackie Van Niekerk, who heads up Attack Limited, which is one of our, um, one of South Africa, like even internationally, one of the biggest property development businesses in the world. She is the CEO. She's one of the youngest CEOs to ever be in that position. When I asked her about what is the most important thing for you to learn in your world right now, she said being open to change, being open to learn from people. So that for me, it just blew my mind. And I also spoke with, um, with, with um, one of the most self-driven people I've ever met, which is Amy Hopkins. She's just outside here of where I am in Cape Town. And, um, and she said exactly the same thing. And she has been transitioning her career almost on an annual basis between different sectors from fitness to cooking to creative agency to um, influencing um, other brands and all kinds of things. And she said the exact same thing. Tegan Phillips, who's an um, adventure and endurance cyclist who is now training to, to ride her bike from Cape Town to Cairo in just a month's time. Um, also said the same thing is to not focus on what we've done in the past so much that it inhibits us from taking on new challenges in future and just being having that openness. So for me, it's been fascinating to talk to all of these people. We have some exciting people still coming up and I'm so excited to share some of them as they, as the um, publication date comes up. But yeah, those conversations has been enlightening and encouraging I, to say the least. I, I love the fact that it's just, it's not this, well, in a lot of ways, there are gurus and experts in their field for sure. I mean, you just mentioned like incredible people, but I like the fact it's relatable. That to me is, is yeah. like whenever I watch a podcast with Elon Musk, it's interesting, but I can't apply much because it's, <laughs> it's just not yeah. right. Where For me, it's more about I, if, if I do spend my time right like and that, that's the word so it's spending time see so people are really attached yeah. to time it's, i want to learn something and it's incredible where i mean let's all be honest here like when you're in a queue at checkers and two people are talking it's interesting to hear other people's conversations because we actually just want to hear from people that's like us like here in south africa or it can be international exactly. but it's people we can relate to and say i can if that person can do that i can do that and sometimes when you speak to this serious gurus you know it's like yeah but that's Elon Musk, right? Like, how can I do anything that, you know, I can't send people to Mars. It's just way, you know, relatable is what I really enjoy uh, what you're doing here, Maynard. So what can we expect then? I'm so, so excited for you. Like, what's ahead? Where do you see this this go? Like, what's, what's going to happen? 
Mm. Well, we want to, I think, first of all, I want to build a community, like sincerely build a community around content that really adds value to people. So we have the podcast going. We It's baby steps at a time. Um, our newsletter called The Learnest is out now, and we're building our database uh, on a weekly basis. So that's exciting. And I try to share um, some of what I'm learning from the podcast and other places there as well and plug people in with some resources that will be specifically relevant for creatives who want to embrace this idea of continuous learning who want to make sure that they work on themselves as they're also doing the work. So the newsletter is going. And then, of course, there's a bunch of resources on our websites. I'm super excited. We have a new course launching in the next week called The Moments That Matter, which is a 100% free video-based course delivered via email. I think we built five episodes. And you can um, subscribe at any time. And then you're on an automated learning journey. And as I said, you don't pay anything for it. And there's some hefty and weighty content in there to help people understand the whole idea, the basics behind customer experience. So if you just take an example like that, that course that we built and put out into the world, if somebody is working at their business or they are a designer or they code or they're doing whatever and they want to understand a little bit about this idea of how do I deliver better experiences to my customers, there's a bunch of value just in that thing that'll help you get set up. It's not going to make you a 10-year veteran or expert, but it's going to teach you the basics and and point you in the right direction to start learning the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So I'm excited about that. We're putting things like that out into the world, and that one is launching next week. I'm super excited about that. But those are some of the things that we build, and then hopefully more in-depth, more long-term learning journeys within the next couple of months um, where we can actually walk a journey with somebody for, say, three months, six months around a specific topic. And instead of quitting your job, paying 100000 bucks, going to university for another three years, you can plug into some of those journeys and really learn from experts about how to you know, develop the skills that will take you to your next career transition. I, I, I love that. And you just mentioned something there and something that I'm, I'm quite an expert at, if I may say it myself, not because I'm a guru, just because I worked so long at this, is sales. And you said experience. Yes. And let me tell you, here's the crazy thing, man. Sales is dead. People are hated when you get sold yeah. to, right? I mean, who here loves, loves it when they receive a call that interrupts you and it's someone that wants to sell you something, right? Everyone loves those calls, right? <laughs> no, everyone hates uh. those calls, exactly. So, but people, people love to buy things. I mean, you see it all the time. People love buying things. I mean, mm. I'm, I'm sitting here with an Apple Watch. Why? I don't even know, right? <laughs> I, could, I don't need one, okay? But I buy it because we like buying things. And it's all about that customer experience. People remember how you make them feel, right? So if you're a designer, mm, that is true. sales, if you any working for a company, you're a business owner, that's what people are going to remember is how you made them feel, not what you said, right? It's the feeling mm, that people yeah. remember, right? So, and even that, like even that's what we're trying to build with this is to relate with people and build that um, that affinity, um, even if it's through content. Yeah. So that course you guys yeah. giving for free, people will be ridiculous not to pick that up, right? Because. <laughs> That's the first step. Hope so. That's the first step. So, yes. For sure. All right. Well, I have I have two more I have two more questions for you before we sign off. We're almost out of time, but um, but this is something I'm in. This is where the self interested part of myself comes in when I speak with guests or co-hosts. In your case, yeah. so I want to know um, I want to know what you think. Please be as honest as you can. Mm -hmm. Like 
as you speak with people all across the world, um, as you do the work that you're doing, and I know you also, um, you're also an avid learner. So as you consume content and you look at what's out there, in your opinion, what do you think is the most important skill in the workplace today to have? If you don't have it to work on, to develop in yourself, if you have to name one thing, what would that one thing be? A high income skill. Right, so whatever that skill is, may know. What on earth is a high income skill? What is that? Let me explain, right? So for me, no degree, none of that, right? But one thing I do have, so I worked on a skill that no, ma no matter what, I will have the ability to make money, right? And for me, it was mm. sales because people are buying and selling stuff every single day. I can literally take my skill and let's say, let's say I lose everything. That's a question I ask myself. What skill do I need? If I wake up tomorrow and I've got nothing, got the clothes on my back, right? What then? And for me is I worked very, very hard on a skill, like an income skill, like selling. Selling is a skill as example. And for me, if I lose everything today, I can literally go to any place and go, I'll work for commission for free. I'll make you money. It won't cost you anything. I'll just make you money. Sounds good. When can I start? Right? I will have the ability to generate an income. And that's just because, man, for me, it goes back to my values. Being, being able be the ability to provide to family. For that, I need an income. Mm. So that's why my skill was our income skill. This can be anything for a creative, right? It can be, mm. you know, where things are going now. As long as it's a skill that, um, depending on your values, right? If if you into you know what nonprofits, that's cool. Uh, whatever the case might be, but go to your values. Look at that. For me, it's like I want to provide. That's one of my big you know whys in my life. So it's mm. a it's mm. a it's a skill that will give me an income. So for me, it's all about what is that skill? And ask yourself if if I lose everything, like do I have a skill? that I can go to a company and say, I will give you results, right? Because that's what companies want. You know, they want results, right? If you go to the CEO, I'll give you this result. Um, and I can have an impact on a company. So that skill can be anything, man, but at least if you can give a result to a company, anything like that, a skill, like a high income skills. So that's yeah, what that makes high sense. Skill. Yeah, yeah. That make 100% sense. As you're talking, I'm obviously thinking, what is my high income skills? What, what was it in the past? What is it now? What, what will it probably be in the future? And what will be the next one that I can work on? So that is, that is super interesting. I love that. Okay, I think a final question. So I, I ask this to everybody, but what are you learning right now? What are you um, willing to become a beginner again at? At this stage in your life, you've obviously been around the block a couple of times. I think I don't think sales is your only high income skill. I also don't think it's your first or your last one. Um, you're a veteran at this. But what are you learning mm. right now mm. as if from scratch? So as you know, I'm always learning. I always have a mentor. I literally two weeks ago, I finished with my previous mentor. He was uh, Jim Miller, uh, who's incredible coach. Uh, not for everyone, he, you know, he's quite brutal, but <laughs> he's very honest, right? But uh, learning that, for me, this, this to me, like, man, goes again, back to my value, you know, it's there, there's different parts in, in, in my life that is important to me. It's health, right? Um, wealth, without health, wealth doesn't mean anything, right? Like, um, so health, mm. wealth, you know, and then love and happiness. So that's the three things for me. 
when it comes to to wealth like i said i got that high income skill so i worked on that for me now i'm actually working on on health believe it or not so i'm actually working at a skill where i'm working with someone that's that's uh tomorrow morning at quarter past six i'm meeting him on zoom he's from the uk and the skill of health Maynard. that is my next skill right so because i've got the love with my family, I've got the, 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 the wealth, you know, I'm not saying I'm mega rich, I'm just saying, you know, I, I'm happy, mm. right, in that area, but now it's health, okay, so that's the three things for me, so it's the one leg that I did not master yet, and I'll probably add some more to that, but that's the third one I want to get sorted out, for sure, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure once you've, um, once you've um, got that settled then there'll be something else some something next that you'll be able to tackle but that is such a great breakdown thanks for that awesome perfect rupert that is that is us that is our conversation that's all the time we have oh. and i appreciate it so much that you came and you co-hosted this episode with me oh yeah and um hopefully we get to do some of this again in future um good luck to everything that you're doing it was such a pleasure to spend this time with you awesome looking forward to the next episodes man i will be listening for everyone listening Go pick up that free course. I can't believe these guys are giving it away for free. It's ridiculous. So go pick it up. Okay. So that's my little bit of selling for today. Right. That's not how you do it. But there you go. <laughs> May not. Have a fantastic Thanks so day. much, Rupert. See ya. Cool.